in this episode of Man vs. Marriage, it's the game plan for relationship patterns. Are they helping? Are they harming? The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's really about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. Man versus Marriage. Welcome back to another episode of Man versus Marriage. It is I, the Q Diggity Dog. I love doing that one. And you're starting to love it too. In the Moran Family Studio with my lovely wife, Jeannie. Hey, baby. Hello, love. And we are here to give you a quick game plan episode. Now, what the game plan episode is, for those of you that are new, this is uh, how we came to determine, like step-by-step, how we determined the journey episode. What actually happened? What did we see? How did we put it together? And then after this will be a quick playbook episode to help you put things in order. It'll help you lay it out so you can start to put these into practice uh, for yourself. So patterns, relationship patterns. We noticed that something was missing. There was something going on in our connection. We noticed that, um, and for me, I think more than anything, I noticed it in our sexual intimacy. That's where I started to notice that a pattern, something was off. Because when we're connecting, there's that look in your eye. There is the feeling of ultimate connection that's there. So whenever I start to see or feel something different, that's when I start to take a look back. So what had happened, when that happened, I had to take a look back um, during one of our episodes, we were talking about some of our frustrations. And as I, as this epiphany began to open in my mind, I said, my gosh, every year at the same time, we look back and say, what happened? <laughs> Almost like it's taken us by surprise. And it shouldn't have. Now, it took three years for for us. That's where our experience comes in, and you can adapt this to your relationship. And what took us three years to come up with, now you'll have the ability to get through it in a couple of weeks and then make your plan with your spouse. So I recommend having your spouse. If, if anything resonated with you in that last episode, um the journey episode of relationship patterns, I would ask you to have your spouse listen to it. And it might be hard. If you like Jeannie, if you or your wife is like Jeannie or your wife or your husband, I don't know which one of you is listening to this podcast, but Jeannie likes video. She likes to see the person that's speaking. I can go podcast or video either way. In in my current situation, podcasts are easy because... You just put it on and you listen and you move, you maneuver through it. Um, it ha- what happens is I'm sitting here, we're doing a video, and I look forward to seeing that video where the epiphany came. And uh, you start to notice, it's like, okay, you're going to get the opportunity to work through these things in a matter of weeks. That's why if you have her listen to it, then you guys will be on the same page as you work through the game plan episode because you can utilize this game plan to look at the last couple of months or maybe the last year 
of your life and say, you know, around this time, there's like a time and a season. Well, it was the busy season. It's like you start to prepare for Christmas or Halloween. Yeah, I was or say, for some people, it's holidays. When holidays kick in, moms go into mom mode, and it's all about traditions and you know, doing the things that we do to make sure that the kids have the absolute best they could possibly have for each traditional holiday or whatever it is. And we kind of have a tendency to kind of put blinders on and go just after that. And we forget, you know, I'm married. I kind of need to do some other things. Or if it's a work season and things pick up and then, you know, when school first starts, it, it we have we have three set times that you're usually, they're different, but they're the same as far as busy seasons go. Holidays are a big deal for me. Um, traditions are huge for us. I like to keep them as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And I put a lot of time and energy into those traditions. Sometimes I forget that we don't need to be doing something every single weekend as a tradition because yep. sometimes we just need a down day to do nothing. And maybe we just watch Christmas movies today and don't actually go anywhere or do anything. Um, and it's real easy to get caught up. Sometimes it's when school starts because my schedule becomes hectic mm -hmm. when everybody goes back to school and it's hard to make time for you and I when I'm tired and I'm grumpy because I'm getting up at the butt crack of dawn to take people places and do things and I struggle with keeping my energy up or sometimes it's when you're working and things are just, you know, pedal to the metal from mm -hmm. May until roughly November it's just go 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 because people got to get as much in as they can while the weather permits and you know it's it's hard because you're on the road or you're just working you know four o'clock in the morning is usually your start time somewhere between four and five a.m. and you don't get done until six thirty seven o'clock at night yeah you know and that's that's a long day for anybody but then you come home and how do we balance enough time with the kids and balance enough time with us? And then everything just kind of becomes mundane because you just got to hit these bullet points every single day to make sure that everybody got what they needed. But then you realize that you're not getting what you needed because you forgot about you. You were just taking care of everybody else. Yeah. So one thing that is very important for us is that we notice when things get tough, we go into survival mode. Mm -hmm. And when we go into survival mode, we are not connecting. We are just pushing through it. Now, I'm going to tell you, in life, there are times where you have got to put your nose to the grindstone and power through it. The other side of that is you got to, you have to make some time to check in to see how are you doing. When you notice you're in survival mode or things get hard, I think it's important for you as a couple if you have a designated day, like we've talked to you about, to air the dirty laundry or just share time with each other, there needs to be a check-in. Yeah. There needs to be an ultimate check-in. Is it, are, are you surviving or are you thriving? You know, I don't know why I have to do that crap, but um, are you in survival mode? Are things difficult? Are things hard right now? How are you? And I know that was one of the things when we were going through our pre-marriage class, you know, years and years ago is doing that heart checkup. How are you doing? And then in the, uh, in the marriage seminar we went to with Bill and Rita, it was the same. It was, you know, where's your love tank? How? So we lost sight of those things because when the pandemic hit, everybody's using the pandemic as some sort of an excuse and we just have to get away from it. It is what it was. It is what whoever 
whatever politician's going to try to make it now, we have to adapt, we have to overcome, and we have to be vigilant in how we nurture our relationships. And if things are hard, they're hard. But that doesn't change the fact that we need to check in with each other to check on our heart, see if your love tank is full. And that's what I would suggest you do on a weekly basis. Now, we noticed that uh, the routines got a certain way, whether it was family, whether it was dinner. I mean, that's another thing that we didn't even mention, is every night was just sitting on the couch in front of the TV with the whole group. I got out of my monologues. I got out of um, dinner or supper around the table. We weren't doing things together that were apart from the television. We just got caught in that routine. And then there's a lack of connection. So these things typically break down a little bit at a time. That's what happens. It kind of chips away a little bit at a time. That's why when you take a step back, the first thing is what do you notice? And we noticed a lack of connection. Take a step further. We noticed that it was a mundane routine. Take a step back and you realize that you're not nurturing the things in your relationship that you set out to do. And no matter what it is, no matter how you look at it, there's you can blame whatever you want, but you have to do things on purpose. That's what being a part of this lifestyle is. Do it on purpose. Have a purpose behind it. Guys, how would you like the opportunity to have a Zoom meeting with me, the Q-Dog, and my wife, Jeannie? That's right. A 30-minute Zoom meeting you can have if you go over to manversusmarriagepodcast.com, become a subscriber. That will enter your name in for a chance to win this exciting contest. Now listen, if you got a homeboy who listens, or maybe he doesn't listen, send him over to manversusmarriagepodcast.com, have him become a subscriber, and that will enter him to win. Then he sends me an email at coach at manversusmarriagepodcast.com, and guess what? That will enter you another time. There is no limit to how many times you can be entered, so go there now to manversusmarriagepodcast.com, become a subscriber, have your friends do the same, and alert me via email, and you could win the MVSM meet and greet via Zoom with Quincy and Jeannie from Man Vs. Marriage, the podcast. That's right. I'll see you there. Go get it done. Don't be a slacker. Get to work. Q-Dog is out. So how do we see it? I saw it, I mean, we've seen it every year, but I saw it during a podcast because we started talking about our relationship. And we're both sitting there like a couple of goons. Oh, why does this happen? Why does this happen every year? And then finally, it kicked in. It's like, oh my gosh, this is why it happens every year. Why have we not noticed this? Why haven't we done something about it? But that's where you get the benefit of us being goons, mm-hmm. for lack of better terminology. Now, what are we doing about it? That is the next thing. And Jeannie kind of went into action immediately, whether she realizes this or not. She's like, look, we have to scrape the finances together. We have to get, we have to get ourselves in gear, and we need to go back to the things that help make our relationship successful, because it's like we talked about even with Jeff and Candace, you are investing in this marriage. And there are times 
in an investment when you're putting in because you're preparing for your uh, future success. But there are times where you need to draw out of that. And if your bank account is empty, you're not going to have anything to draw mm-hmm. out of the account. So you need to continually invest in the account. Both of you need to be making deposits into that account. And then when you take a step back and you look, and, and you know this is a metaphor, the, the account. Mm-hmm. Um, you take a step back and you go, we need action now. So a withdrawal from this account is when you take a step back and say, oh, well, how are we? Where are we? And then you can reap the reward of whatever that is that you've been storing up. So what are we doing about it? We, uh, in, in short order, um, Jeannie planned a secret getaway. And the plan fell through. And she was all snippy. <laughs> we were supposed to record uh, that particular weekend. And she was so irritated that I got mad. I got mad because she was irritated. <laughs> And he had no idea why. <laughs> yeah, and then she came forward with it, and it's like, okay, well, we we can still make this work because I'm the I'm the guy that's going to try to find a way. That's mm-hmm. just my way. So she put into action. She um, made a plan, and it was it was to the point. I mean, we have a ton of stuff going on right now, whether it's track, Alabama football, Kings hockey. The Dodgers are playing. We love sports. That's it. You know, we just love to sit and watch sports. And we had a lot going on that day. And then it was going to be late. But it's like, well, honey, let's do this. I love the idea that you were planning this secret getaway. It fell through, but we can still make it work. And we did. And we did. And And it worked out well. And it helped us. You know, I asked her... And I, I just wanted to know, it's like, is this what you were looking for? And it was like, yeah. I mean, we had an expectation of how it was supposed to go, but there were some things on the other side that were not within our control. And that's going to be, that's just life in general. Well, but the point of it wasn't um, being able to control everything. I mean, the, the part of it was when we go on drives, when, when we get out of town, we usually go anywhere from a, two hours to, you know, a state or two away. It just depends on, on what we have available. Mm-hmm. But on those drives, that's when we have our conversations that we can't have with nosy people in the house or in the room next door or autism banging on the door. And we hadn't been getting those. I mean, we've been talking about podcast stuff and, and discussing things there, but that's more bullet points of, you know, where are we going to go with this conversation? Because we like to do live on the mic as as raw as we possibly can Mm -hmm. and so we weren't having these conversations and i noticed i started getting lonely again and when i start getting lonely that's a bad spot for me a really bad spot for me yeah because then everything stops i can pretty much vanish really quick so um i had made a plan i'm gonna as soon as the game is over i had two accomplices that were helping me and we were going to pack the bag and get us out of here. And, you know, when we finally planned it and got it all worked out after everything fell through, we just came to the conclusion of, okay, was this what we needed? Yes, we needed the conversation. We needed to be able to discuss what's changing, what's going on, where are we both sitting in all of this, and what can we do moving forward? So now we have to come back to another conversation of, 
How often are we going to do this? When can we do it? What does it look like? You know, how are we going to make sure that the kids are still taken care of? Because truth be told, we've got roughly maybe three and a half years left at this point, And we're not going to have babysitters, you know, readily available because they're all going off to live their own life. Mm -hmm. So we've got to make the best of what we can until we can figure out the next step in the plan. Yeah, I agree. So we went into action right away and we did it together and we started moving on. We started moving on, you know, looking at what happened, how can we fix it, and what can we do to make it better. We both, obviously, we both love each other very much, but there are times in your relationship where you can, it's, Jeannie's not alone. There are times, no pun intended, there are times when I have felt like alone or lonely in our marriage. And if you allow that to continue, then it starts to create separation in your relationship and that can turn into resentment and resentment man that is that is a hard mountain to climb Mm -hmm. and it's not something that you really want to face if it's in your relationship now where you resent your spouse you want to be proactive in working through it and I don't mean go home you know don't make a plan tonight to go home and tell your wife all the way all the reasons you resent her that's not going to make things better you know, there is a, there's a path to doing that and it comes through hard talks. So if you want to know how to do that, we lay the episodes out there. We put that, you know, hard talks, communication, go get into that. Ask your spouse, listen to these with me. Now there are more and more, we're going to start doing video for those people who just cannot get just an audio podcast so that y'all can see us. You can see how real we are in the moment that we're not super professionals, that we are two people that love each other, we're best friends, and we're working through life. And we're, we're making the best of it. So I want you, step one, take a step back, look at your relationship, look at your connection, look at your patterns. Now, step two, take inventory. Of those patterns are they helping your relationship are they harming your relationship are they causing you to sit in neutral now step three what you want to do is talk to your spouse get their feedback so you can identify what you want to do about it and then step four have that open discussion with how you're feeling and what you both intend on come to some kind of solution between you is this something repetitive is it a new pattern what can you do on the front side of things so that you don't find yourself here now i think i think in some form or fashion that it is going to happen you're never going to get so meticulous that you eliminate all these things because there's so there's plenty of uncertainty in life and sometimes you know with what goes on in life you can take a step back or you need to take a knee but for that with that being said 
from time to time, it'll be important for you all to take a step back and look from both of your perspectives. Because try as you may, you're never going to have the same perspective as your wife. She don't think like you. She don't. So with that, we noticed it in our sexual connection. We noticed it um, in our, you know, Jeannie's feeling lonely. Here are the things that we're doing. Something's off. Who's going to say, yeah, attitudes, irritations, frustrations, communications, and all the Asians that that somebody can give. When you notice your kids are taking a step back because you're coming into a room, there's a problem. Yeah, you're coming in too hot. Um, And then you get to the point where it's time to plan these check-ins. Come up with some kind of buzzword or phrase. We're big on that. Um, Because in the heat of the moment, it might be hard to say something uncomfortable. But if you both give each other permission, and then once you begin to notice something, throw the buzzword out there. Put the phrase out there. And that will that will seemingly like disarm the offense in the moment. It'll make it a whole lot less. I mean, when we have to say something hard to each other that we don't know how to do, how to say, our buzz phrase or buzzword is, "I need to say something ugly," and then we can clean it up. And that's saying, okay, whatever's coming might be hard to hear. You may say it. I may take it a certain way that you don't mean it. So we're going to work through it, and that kind of disarms. All the weapons. The weapons get put away, and then you get to talk freely about it. And it will make it easier for you to work through it. So these are the steps and what we noticed. I'm giving you some steps. In the next episode, what we're going to do is lay out the playbook. And that's how you're going to put these steps into motion. What to actually do about it. These, uh, These other two episodes... The game plan and the journey, I mean, the game plan and the playbook are more bite-sized. They're not, you know, 50 minutes long. At least I hope. No, we're still good. Mm. All right. Uh, That's the game plan episode, relationship patterns. Let us know what you think. Email us, Quincy at MVSMpodcast.com, Jeannie at MVSMpodcast.com, and make sure you go check out ManVersusMarriagePodcast.com. Become a subscriber. Enter for your chance to win that 30-minute Zoom with Jeannie and I. You don't want to miss out on that. We have people in. You better get in before the competition is over. Go win. Anything else, honey? No. All right, boys. She's Jeannie Moran. I am Quincy Moran. And this is Man vs. Marriage. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Mary, the podcast.